dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Meta, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly Racing, Bills Pipes, W Wheels, Motul MX, X-Brand Goggles, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Meta. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got DC Jones, the truck driver for the Rockstar Energy Racing Supercross team. Mr. Jo- Mr. Jones, how's it going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Hey, not too bad whatsoever. Uh, feeling awfully jealous of a, of a man who's sit- standing in uh, Santa Clara, California right now, right outside of a truck that uh, many people uh, don't uh, get to step inside. But at this point in the year, you're probably sick of seeing it. <laughs> Actually, uh, it's kind of like a home away from home. I went home this week, and I honestly, I was still in it every day. It's hard to get away. No doubt. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a, a great job that you do with uh, with Rockstar Energy Racing. How long have you been uh, working with those guys? Um, I actually moved over here at the beginning of December. I was over uh, KTM before that and at the Orange Brigade team, and uh, things kind of... Um, Went a different way there. I came over here, and uh, it's been a good jump. I like it. Well, uh, obviously, uh, like a lot of people have never been, have never done a job like that. Um, how does one get started in uh, the uh, the truck driving uh, industry uh, in that capacity? Uh, most people would think of taking on a job uh, like a truck driver that's they're going to be hauling and delivering and stuff like that. Um, like, how did how did this all start for you? Um, honestly, <laughs> I get that question a lot. I, I always kind of laugh. We think we get sucked into it, but, uh, for me, it started, uh, right out of high school, uh, back in 2004, um, coming into 2005, I went to work for Ryan Clark, um, when he was doing his own deal, Team Solitaire, and, uh, started driving one of the straight trucks, uh, like RV with the garage in the back, um, did that for a year, and that's kind of how it got started with me. So uh, obviously, like with team, you were working with Team Solitaire back in in '06 uh, or '05. You, you said, uh, how have how have things changed from uh, from that time as far as the job duties? And uh, there's a whole lot more that goes into it than uh, driving a truck to uh, to a spot and uh, setting up shop, putting out nodding, and uh, you don't put your feet up after that, do you? What was that? I said, you don't put your feet up after uh, the truck is parked. Uh, there's a whole lot more involved than uh, just tr- driving a, a truck full of parts across the country. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the driving part is probably the easiest part of this job. I mean, and it's not much at all. Uh, basically, we're cleaning these things nonstop, all week long. 
uh, making sure they look awesome on Saturday and make sure they're stocked up with everything. Our guys need to work all day long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, uh, yeah, and then Saturday race day, we're still running around all day long, uh, cooking for these guys, making sure all our hospitality guests are taken care of. It's a 24-7 thing. So on top of uh, the hospitality and the cooking and uh, setting everything up so that the people see this finished product, uh, do you ever do you find yourself also doing some some filming throughout practices and stuff like that, or uh, is that a whole other job uh, altogether? Um, normally, normally the drivers do take care of that. Um, I don't as much. I'll be cooking most of the day. Uh, we have our other truck driver Scott. He drives the race truck. Um, he normally films. There's probably like two or three guys that film on our team. Uh, but I know a lot of some of the other teams, uh, their drivers do it, and they probably have other guys filming as well. No, it's, that's uh, that's incredible. So um, you you'd mentioned that you you started with uh, um, Ryan uh, a number of years back. How many years did you uh, travel with uh, with Team Solitaire? And I imagine uh, a lot of stories along the way because they had a lot of different riders and uh, a lot of different sponsors along the way that uh, may or may not have been uh, paying their bills. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've met Ryan back in 2003, and he was just kind of starting up Solitaire. Uh, and once I was out of high school, I, I worked with him in 05. It was me, Brian, and Craig Lyons at the time. Um, basically, I was 18, driving around the country. Um, did that for like a year, and then uh, kind of went a different direction. Uh, when uh, my buddy Kyle Partridge knee mechanic in 2006, and I kind of wasn't doing anything, so I uh, told him I'd do it. So we were did some West Coast for the 250s and uh, did 450s outdoors and had a blast doing that too. So, uh, along the way, uh, who are some of the, uh, um, uh, the most interesting characters that you've worked for as far as, uh, like some of these riders are pretty, uh, pretty eclectic guys. They, they have, uh, they're like, they're either superstitious or they need certain things at a certain time or, uh, and obviously, uh, with all the sponsors that come along, there's usually a rep or two that are, uh, difficult to deal with. Uh, any any chances you've come across stuff like that over the years? Um, fortunately, the guys I've worked with have been really good. Like, um, they're pre- kind of, their diets are probably the weirdest thing. Some of them are really strict on that. Um, and normally they take care of their own deal. Uh, other than that, like, they've honestly been easy to work with. I mean, Zach Osborne's a little messy here and there, but we'll get him in line. So, uh, like, uh, like, you're traveling all across the country about uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. You're in Canada, which I can I can only imagine is uh, a bit of a headache getting uh, a rig like that across the border. And now you're back in California. But uh, what was it like getting into uh, into Canada for? I, it's not the first time you've been up there. It was uh, actually the first time I've ever gone there. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, first time I ever went to Toronto, Canada, anything, and it was. It was a blast. I, I love the city. Super nice. Really clean. Uh, it was a good time. Um, getting up there, uh, luckily I didn't have to do a lot of the paperwork because it took months to get it all done. And it was literally till the day we were crossing in that we finally got everything finished. 
So, uh, like, uh, what are the different, uh, some of the different models that you've driven over the years? Obviously, uh, there's a whole lot different as far as uh, the amenities and the, uh, uh, the features of a truck that you're driving now compared to what maybe you were driving uh, back with uh, Team Solitaire. Um, yeah, definitely different. The Solitaire truck was like a straight truck, the RV, kind of like a Nick Way's truck or Hanson's. It's got the, you know, Freightliner style front end with the garage in the back, so it's basically like an RV. Those are super easy to drive. Uh, you basically get in anywhere with those. Uh, these trucks, the full full semi, uh, you gotta really watch stuff. You gotta be careful. You basically have to plan your trip out. Know where you're pulling in at. Watch for trees. Watch for curbs. Um, it's uh, definitely a lot more work, but it looks a lot cooler. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, so you you drive both uh, indoors and outdoors, correct? Yes, yes. So what are some of the uh, the more difficult tracks to get to, whether it be in a downtown area or uh, we know that uh, pulling down some of those windy roads heading into Millville can be uh, can be treacherous in a pickup truck, let alone an 18-wheeler? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely, like I said, Millville... Uh really tight little two-lane road. Luckily, you know, all us truck drivers, uh, we have our radios, we talk to each other, and we kind of spot um, for trees and cars coming our way because, you know, sometimes you take up both lanes, you take up the whole road because um, we don't want to get in the trees. We want to keep these things scratch-free and looking good. Um, cities, and you basically have a route planned out, uh of getting into the parking area, getting out of there. Um, uh, we all kind of look out for each other and help each other out. Um, definitely tight being in the city, though. Like, these trucks aren't meant to be there. That's, that's kind of the fun part, too. So, uh, like, uh, during the week, and you'd mentioned uh, earlier today that you're uh, working on uh, cleaning the truck. It's an all-day program uh, or all-day uh, process. Uh, what's all involved? Where do you start with a uh, with a rig that large? And uh, um, must be pretty satisfying when it's all finished. But uh, but of course you know that within a few uh, few days uh, it'll be dirty again. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's it's a constant battle. But I mean, as long as it's clean, come Friday, Saturday, we're happy. Bosses happy. Sponsors are happy. And start all over. You know mostly on Sundays or if we're not traveling, we start on Sunday, we'll get all the insides cleaned. Um, that way we could travel all week and then it's already done. All we have to do is wash the outside and which honestly it's probably, it's a good two day process between inside and outside. So who are, who are some of the, uh, the messiest riders that you've worked with over the year? Uh, maybe somebody that uh, hasn't been as appreciative or, uh, uh, courteous to uh, to the work that gets put into uh, to keep these things clean. <laughs> um, like I said, like I've had I've had good riders so far. I mean, I had Dakota Alex, Daniel Baker, and Alex Fry last year during the summer, and uh, they like they like to have their stuff all out, but they they still kept it pretty clean. Um, and this year, I've got Osborne and Davalos out of my truck. Um, Zach, uh, he says he keeps it clean, but we can differ on that a little bit. Uh, But Marty's definitely, he's very clean. He keeps his area spotless. It's it's quite funny. 
There you go. Now, uh, so you'd mentioned that you were with Kyle Pardrick back, back in 06, and uh, for those who don't remember, uh, that was during the uh, that epic Buku energy drink uh, blitz yeah. that uh, people uh, like it was it was a flash in the pan. It was it was here, then it was gone, and uh, it's six twelve in, uh, in uh, right now in Central Time. Just so you're aware, I know that number is uh, is special to you, but. Uh, <laughs> um, like that, what was it like being a part of that particular uh, brand and, and seeing that kind of explode? And then uh, uh, you probably have a little bit more information than anybody else as to why it disappeared. Um, I don't know. Like uh, we came on for outdoors with Buku, and uh, I knew the team prior uh, when my friend Michael Blos was racing for him because uh, it was the Holligan team. Um, but I knew all the mechanics, all the managers, everybody over there. So I knew I'd get along with them. Uh, so going over with Kyle was a no brainer. Um, but it was honestly, that was a good year. We had a blast. I was, I was still kind of working in Phoenix at the time. So I'd fly in on the weekend, work on the bike and fly home during the week. Um, but we had, like, we had a good time. Uh, I don't know how, remember how our results were. Uh, it's been so long, but, uh, I mean, I think, I think he had a good summer, um, had a couple injuries that I remember, uh, but the, the team was good. Uh, as the whites shut down, uh, I don't know, I actually wasn't even going to return for the next year. So by the time all that kind of happened, I was already gone. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX radio show. We're going to take it to a commercial. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. X-Racing Man. But more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bull. And they goes with brand. Fat bull. And they goes with brand. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Who that tastes, what a delicious treat. Cereal bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing. To simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, or concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is arena cross. Tomorrow's Glen Helen, and Saturday, we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? 
For most, employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic, and even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to motool.co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny K. Spear himself on how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate, basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate, and then uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and, and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny K. Spear and Motul MX. Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. 
two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, the, the main reason why I wanted to give you a shout is uh, that uh, for those who don't already follow uh, Rockstar underscore Driver underscore two, uh, 612 on Instagram, they would find absolutely gorgeous uh, CR125 that's uh, a pointed tip to tail with some really, really nice uh, parts and accessories that you've no doubt either uh, worked hard to pay for or been uh, hand, uh, help, helped out with uh, along your way. But uh, the, the thing looks way too clean, way too often. So I'm thinking that it gets about <laughs> as much love as mine does. I, I know. Uh, it's definitely been a work in progress. Uh, I definitely had uh, some help from Tony Jeske. Um, he did my motor for me, and that thing is amazing. Uh, you know, it's, all, it's a CR125, so you know it's going to be slow, but it looks amazing. It's fun to ride. Uh, I have a blast on it when I do get to ride it. But uh, I actually uh, mostly just sits in the house, collects dust right now until uh, end of August, and I'll, I'll get to get on it. There you go. Well, uh, we got to plan a date for the uh, the 125 Dream Race this year in uh, in Washougal. Uh, like I know we've both got 125s, and uh, we'll we'll see who uh, who knows how to feather a clutch better. <laughs> I'll have to I'll just swim it down. I'll get on the bicycle right now so I can get a little get a little more speed out of it. There you go. But I, I understand that you you also have a, a CR500, but uh, that thing's uh, dressed up a little bit differently than a motocross bike. Tell us what you did with that one. Um, actually, I have it's a uh, 95 and a 96 CR250. And, okay. Uh, the, uh, the two, both of them are uh, like 96, uh, a grass up the coast. But one of them is all lowered and uh, we put some flat track tires on it for a while and Ripped around the circle, had a blast trying to trying to figure out just how to go in a circle exactly. Uh, mm. Then I also have a set of street flicks for it and just ride it around town. That's unreal. You got a KTM as well, like uh, like or or are those yours? Um, KTM actually that that one's a I believe it's a four ninety five that me and my buddy got. Uh, definitely got some plans for that thing. Uh, I don't know when we'd actually start on it, but we'd love to get that thing going, you know, get it to a couple of motorcycle shows or something. I know they got some up in the Northwest, some pretty good shows. Uh, but who knows when that project will start. Fair enough. So you've, you've got the, uh, the luxury of working with, uh, the great Christoph Purcell, which is, he's known for being a little eclectic, a little bit different and having some interesting requests on race day. Uh, what's it like working with the Frenchman? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't see him too much because he's out of the race truck, but, uh, I mean, I just, you know, food-wise, we'll cook 
some chicken and stuff for him, and that's about all he really asks of me. Uh, he definitely throws out some uh, some good one-liners every now and then. Uh, it'll make you chuckle. Like what? <laughs> uh, I, I can't think of him at the time, but he'll he'll catch you off guard. He's got some good stuff. Fair enough. So, um. Working, uh, like obviously, uh, you've you've worked for a lot of different uh, teams over the years, including the uh, the Asterisk Medical Truck. Uh, with that job, a uh, little bit different than uh, your current position, and uh, no doubt you would have seen some uh, some pretty serious injuries over the years. And actually, uh, you'd you'd also know of a few guys who rode uh, with some serious injuries. Um, uh, tell me a story or two about that. Um, that's I mean, I. I'm- I was busy mostly during the day doing truck stuff. So, I, I mean, I kind of stayed out of the inside unless I was cleaning it. Um, it was like, yeah, you definitely see a lot of injuries come in and stuff. I mean, nothing too bad, you know, broken arms and stuff. If it was really bad, I, I wouldn't see it anyways. It would probably, you know, transport somebody. But uh, it's definitely a good group to work with. Uh, I like to see them, uh, you know, get some – get some funding, you know, to get a, you know, truck to help them along, uh, for years to come. Cause these guys definitely need that set up. Uh, the doctor's there every week. Uh, I think a lot of people overlook that. Um, but having that there is a definite, uh, it's a necessity for these guys. So uh, you'd mentioned there's a camaraderie or some communication between the the truck drivers and stuff like that. Um, did like throughout the weeks, do you guys uh, plan like where you're gonna be? Maybe like one spot where you'll all wash uh, wash trucks or or uh, all like get a get a bite to eat together. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that demographic like? Oh, definitely. It's uh, just kind of like a little family. Uh, we'll drive together, you know, across the country and. I mean, we'll plan out stops maybe if we have time, you know, to see something or, um, you know, just take a little time and barbecue or something. Uh, it, I mean, it's like our family during the week since we're gone, you know, pretty much eight months out of the year. Uh, this is who we hang out with, you know, every week. And then, you know, obviously the weekend we're working and then back to driving and hang out with each other during the week again. So, uh, so who would be the most talented in uh, parking an eighteen wheeler into a tight spot, and uh, who have you ever had to uh, uh, let uh, let you jump behind the wheel and and show them how it's done? Because uh, some guys just can't uh, can't fit the the machine in where they need it to be. <laughs> oh man, these guys uh, they're all good at what they do, and a lot of them have been doing it a long time. So I just kind of I kind of watch what they're doing and try to learn a little bit. Uh, Kyle Stone could definitely park an RV, I could tell you that. Fair enough. Well, there's got to be a couple of uh, times along the way that uh, you're calling across the uh, across the parking lot. What the heck are you doing over there or something like that? <laughs> oh, we, de- we, uh, we definitely mess with each other, that's for sure. Uh, it keeps it interesting. It keeps it fun. We, like, you know, play a couple jokes every now and then. Uh, otherwise, you know, it would be boring and we'd probably all hate each other, but it, it's good. We keep it fun. Uh, so for those who, uh, do follow you on, uh, on social media at, uh, um, rockstar driver six, uh, six twelve, uh, they got to ask, uh, when are you going to, when are you going to, uh, grow the mustache back? Because, uh, that was a crowd favorite. <laughs> oh, man, that, 
It's been a while. I, I got I got rid of it like last summer, and a lot of people ask about it. Uh, I don't know. I, I get I get mixed reviews on it. Well, I'm I'm personally a fan, and especially when it gets uh, gets long and luxurious, that's uh, that's when that mustache is in its uh, prime, right there. Oh yeah, you get you get a couple compliments, you get some weird looks, uh, but it, it was fun. Um, definitely, definitely so, has a, a a character. I mean, I don't I don't know it. Uh, I don't know. It has a, definitely you get. Mixed reviews for sure. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, would you say that uh, Rockstar Energy girls are uh, on the high end of the perks of the job? Oh, <laughs> uh, that that all. Uh, I don't know. And <laughs> I, I, I tend to stay away from them. Okay, it just be like <laughs> they just don't have a whole lot uh, to say. Do you think maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I try to stay busy throughout the day and hmm. not talk to him too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on, man. Well, uh, what, uh, what are your plans to, for the rest of, uh, or going forward from here? Obviously, uh, you continue along with the team, uh, outdoors. Oh yeah. Uh, we, my truck's a hospitality truck. So we have, um, like display bikes for Husqvarna. Uh, we actually do a bunch of giveaways, uh, and we have my full canopy set up. And my canopy, like everybody in the public can walk in, see all our displays, they can sign up. Um, we have a big iPad thing, you sign up, they do giveaways every race day, uh, whether it be from Skosh, uh, Rockwell, um, and Dragon. Uh, they normally give away you know, a set of glasses, a watch, and some headphones or something every race day. Um, and it's all open pretty interactive little area the models are there there's display bikes you take pictures with um tvs to watch all these demos and stuff and we have a 250 and a 450 they actually everything gets given away by the end of the season um so we we definitely encourage people to come in and check it out talk to everybody here uh it's a fun deal well so i guess the uh the truck gets lighter every single weekend What's that? I said the the truck gets lighter every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Is, uh, it gets lighter, but then somehow somebody decides to fill it all back up again. It must be tough to keep the uh, keep up on inventory uh, when you're crossing <laughs> the border and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's uh, luckily you know you know going to Canada we had, we had a bunch of guys you know we all kind of got together they knocked out the manifest everything on here. Uh, otherwise it would take forever. Fair enough. That seems like a nightmare. There are certain teams that I know the, uh, the star racing guys, they sent, uh, a, a Penske, uh, rental truck. Um, but, uh, somehow the other teams got up there just fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a pain in the butt to go up there, but I mean, it was a good race, uh, good town. I enjoyed it. Fair enough, man. So uh, uh, you'd mentioned that uh, once the season's done, uh, you'd get to, to finally put some time on that uh, that 125 years and the and the other bikes that you've got. Um, what does the uh, what, what does the truck driver do in the off season? Uh, do do you have uh, do you have construction work or anything like that? No, I mean, well, technically, you know, 
head back to the shop and clean the trucks all up. Uh, I'm sure we got a list of stuff to take off, new stuff to put on. Like it, we'll be at the shop for a while. Maybe take a little time off. Um, but who wraps the trucks? Not much. Who well, does that, the wraps on the trucks year to year? Like, does the does the wrap change every year? Obviously, there's new new uh, new sponsors every year, so that must mean a new wrap. And uh, w- when does that get done? Um, this one's actually painted. Uh, I think there's only I mean little sponsor stickers that actually get changed out if they do get changed. Um, okay. And then that that'll definitely happen in the off season, probably most likely before Monster Cup or right before A one if anything does change. Um, but yeah, most, most of the time, it, since ours is painted, it, it doesn't get, doesn't get changed every year. We definitely put some polish on and, you know, get it looking shiny again. What is the most tedious part about, uh, washing, uh, washing the truck? Uh, the, we, like the, the trucks always look spotless on race day. So, uh, like you'd mentioned that's your job for today. Uh, what's the most tedious part? Is it the wheels? Uh... Yeah, probably probably the wheels. You don't want them looking gold, so uh, you got to put a lot of time in polishing them up. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, um, when do you th- when when do you get another opportunity to uh, to ride that beautiful one twenty five years? Um, probably not until uh, May, maybe after that weekend off or something, and after Vegas, that'll probably be the next time I get to even look at it. Oh man! Well, um, we hope to hear and hope to see some pictures uh, coming down the way. Uh, we really appreciate you giving me some time today, man. Ah, uh, no problem. Thanks a lot for the call. No problem. Uh, anyone you'd like to thank before I let you go? Oh, just uh, my team. Uh, they're a good group of guys to work with. They make it fun, so I enjoy coming to work every week. So, thanks to those guys. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, don't hang up just yet, for, but for podcast's sake, we'll cut it off right there. All right. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.